RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Progressive Insurance. Get an RV policy quote by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visiting progressive.com slash RV. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com and the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. And we are going to dive right into a great review today of the North Texas Jellystone in Burleson, Texas. It was one of our two stops in our big Texas spring break. And we were there for Jellystone's camping kickoff. It was a big event they had to kick off the camping season. And they picked a really big, extravagant, crazy, off-the-hook Jellystone for this event. I think this was the biggest Jellystone we've ever been to. It definitely was the biggest Jellystone that we've ever been to. And I even challenged some folks to tell me, is there a Jellystone that's bigger than this? I couldn't get a straight answer. <laughs> but I mean, Jellystone Quarryville is pretty big in terms of like the East Coast, but this is like yeah, a massive... this is on another level. <laughs> and it was like a massive camping city. Like this is not like a back to nature camping experience. And I don't even mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean like this is more like going to a gigantic camping city. You compared it to like a Great Wolf Lodge, mm-hmm. but a campground version of that. Yeah, the same thing, the same sort of experience. Like you don't expect to go to Great Wolf Lodge with your kids and like relax, right? What you're doing is you're going to Great Wolf Lodge. I don't expect to go anywhere with my kids and relax. <laughs> I know, but, you know, you don't even think it's a possibility, you know, but you know, this is all about family fun, right? So North Texas Jellystone is in Burleson, Texas, which is about a half hour South of Fort Worth. Although it took us a little bit longer in rush hour traffic, which we wound up in. It was about 50 minutes or so in rush hour traffic. And it's about an hour southwest of Dallas. Now, we drove about three and a half hours north from Hill Country Which to we get reviewed here. last week. And last week on the RVFTA podcast, we did our big Texas episode. So think of all these three episodes together. That's episode number 185 over on RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. You can find 
all of our recommendations for this area to the Burleson area. We covered them on the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast. So head on over and listen to that one. This podcast, we are just going to do a complete review of the campground. Yeah, and it's only a couple miles from downtown Burleson, which is actually a pretty cute and charming place to grab all types of great food if you want to like you know sneak away from the campground and go out to eat one night with the family. All right. Now, as we already mentioned, this is a Jellystone campground, right? But whenever we're talking about Jellystone campgrounds, we really like to educate people. Um, there's 80 of these in the country. So you may or may not have been to one yourself. And there's some things you need to know. You need to know that they are individually owned franchises. So while there's some unifying features like, you know, Yogi and his friends, the characters are there and the, you know, um, family centric crafts and activities, they're going to, you know, be dramatically different in other ways. I mean, the activities at one Jellystone might be something really simple, like Mm -hmm. a kickball game. uh, And the activities at another Jellystone might be like the zombie apocalypse thing, you know, like or laser tag. Experiential, yeah. Completely runs the gamut and each one is different. So if you've heard somebody talking about a crazy off the hook jellystone with water slides there's a lot of them that have that and then there's a lot of them that are kind of more more simple rustic campgrounds and they can all be good for different reasons but you should check into the one you're interested in and do and do a little digging make sure it's what you want exactly so this one the north texas jellystone is like we said an enormous campground with hundreds of campsites and cabins now one of the most important things i think to understand about this campground is that the family that owns it has actually built up like quite a business that also surrounds this campground. So you have the campground proper, right? The North Texas Jellystone, but they've also gone and added like Pirate's Cove Water Park, which is a completely separate, I'm not talking a water slide. I am talking an entire water park. Tons of people just go there for the water park and never even camp there. And there's a huge indoor arcade, which Mm -hmm. is really one of the biggest, most elaborate. It it was the biggest arcade I've ever seen at a campground. Event spaces, you know, where they can have weddings and birthdays and yeah, group, you know, get togethers and everything. So this really is like, you know, a campground empire. Yeah. And it's bustling (laughs) and it is right off a highway. And there are some sites in areas of the campground that are noisy because of that highway and then as you push a little bit further away from that into the back of the campground it's not noisy at all actually right so if you're hypersensitive to noise you're going to want to get sites that are away from that if you don't care very much because your kids make so much noise like ours do or you like to crank the ac in the rv might not really matter where they put you all right so like we said too this is the kind of place that you want to go if you are looking for non-stop family fun like if you're really craving one of those fun family weekends where the kids are just going to have a blast and you're going to be like a kid again playing laser tag and everything. This is a great getaway. And it's also, it seems to be a place that's really set up for camping with other friends, other family members, other families entirely. Uh, It looks like a great place to go for either a family reunion or maybe if you have a camping group of four or five families that like to camp, it's set up for you to have the kind of fun with other people. All right. Now let's talk price range and, um, Uh, getting a site at this campground. So this is a campground that's open year round. So there is going to be a wild um, difference in the prices you're going to pay throughout the year. Not only that, but in one of the Facebook lives that we did while we were there um, with Jellystone over on their page, and I'll embed some um, into the post over at rvfta.com from this location, 
The director of marketing mentioned that it's dynamic pricing that they use. And she said, like, you know, the closer you get to a date, the more booked out we get, the prices go up. In the hotel industry, people don't blink or complain about dynamic pricing. The idea that your hotel room is going, the price is just going to depend on when you're booking it and how much demand there is. Well, guess what, people? The campground industry is also moving towards dynamic pricing. And, you know, I guess for the consumer, that could be good or bad. I mean, you might get a much cheaper site Mm -hmm. at a a less busy time, or you might be paying a lot around really prime times. But definitely some campgrounds are moving towards this type of pricing. Yeah. So at the low end, you know, there's some of the basic RV sites, the back end, around the $50 mark in the off season, all the way up to, I actually fiddled around and put in for a red carpet site over like the week before into 4th of July weekend, just to see what a higher range would be. And I came out at about 104 for the red carpet sites, right? Which are the premium sites. So you can see the range is going to be big. One of the things I like about their reservation page is you can put in your dates and what it does is it gives you more like a hotel that offers you all the different rooms available. It gives you a list of all the different accommodations available. So you see, oh, a back-end site and a pull-through site and a red carpet site. Anything that's available for those dates will show up. And I think it's really worth saying there are lots of RV sites. There are options for even for for tent camping or being in a small pop-up. But there are so many cabins at this campground. I mean, it is just as much about the cabins. Mm -hmm. There's also like a hotel slash lodge kind of building. Um, So there's a diverse amount of accommodations at this campground, which makes it really kind of an interesting place. And it's not just about the RVs here. That's for sure. Right. So speaking of those different kinds of sites, I would highly recommend watching the Facebook Live that we did of this campground. We got cut out a little bit in the middle, but I still think you get a good idea of what the different sites look like. So we show you that up by like the main area of the um, sort of the hub of the campground. Um, There's some of the older and also smaller sites. Now, I personally did not think that they were really too small, like you can get in some of the more resort campgrounds. I thought that they were fine for size. I thought the major reason why you might not want to be in those sites is because in those are like the two, um, the twenties, the fifties, the sixties, the eighties. I thought you might not want to be in those because of the road noise. Well, I was actually in the pool one night and I was talking to another dad who was there with, I think three or four kids. And he had one of those three bed fold down hybrids. Mm. And he said he, he thought it was noisy. Now I saw where he was and he was right up close to the road. So I think you're right. The sites were perfectly fine. But if you're in a pop-up camper or a hybrid, I wouldn't want to be up there. Now, if you're concerned about the road noise, though, there are awesome red carpet sites. They are among some of the nicest red carpet sites I've ever seen at any campground. They were gorgeous. I think they're only a couple years old. And they keep building more. You can see they're making bigger like rows behind. Spacious, completely padded, the whole thing. Not just where the RV goes, but the whole thing. Room for two cars easily. Uh, A sunshade because there's not really much natural shade at all from trees. 
though they may be planting them, right. but they have, how would you describe that sunshade type yeah, it's thing? Just just a, ar- it's just like an awning. It's like a, you know, a sun awning that they're is actually kind of spread out. Attractive looking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're cute. They're kind of in fashion right now in vogue a little bit out there. So, um, beautiful paved roads back there for bike riding and everything. You can just really see that being a nice area for your kids to be scooting up and down. The roads are, you know, really up far away too from the hubbub of all of the water park and the campground. So I do think that you can get more of a removed feeling. I would say we're going to mention golf carts later on, I'm sure. But like if you're all the way in that area, it is going to take you a long time to get to some different I would areas want, of the campground. Very good point. I, well, it's just a big campground. I, this is a good one to get a golf cart. It's enormous. But that <laughs> section with the red carpet sites, it's almost like it's a different campground. Yeah. It's like you kind of like turn left and go along the, the you know that road there. And then you turn right into this whole area that's radically different than the rest of the campground. Lots of big fifth wheels back there. Lots of motorhomes back there. The sites can handle the big boys for sure but what i also like that stephanie mentioned it's quiet there the roads are not that crowded back there because it's sort of off the main drag of the campground and kids were riding their bikes up and down those roads it would have been an awesome place if we had had our bikes with us for max and theo and wesley to ride bikes very safely now i want to mention one other area of sites so along the lake and another um section of the campground and we're just you know we just have to say that because there's so many sections of this campground. There's primitive tent sites that stretch out all along um, in between the lake and this creek that runs through the campground. And, you know, this could be for some people, even in a pop-up, I'm sure you could get into a lot of these sites. This might be, you know, it's like some people would love it. Some people would hate it. These sites were cute, you know, backing up to the creek and then with the lake in front. And if you have older kids, like I can picture like preteens and teens that can just go and, you know, go to the activity shack and rent bikes or go um, catch and release fishing or go to the, you know, speedway. Like, it's all right there. So I could picture it being great for you to just let your kids run around. You're exactly right. For the right time. Like, if your kids want to fish every day, you could be sitting there at your pop-up camper and watching them fish from your pop-up camper. Or play basketball or the horseshoe um, courts over there. There's so much going on in that area. Those sites were not deep or or private necessarily, but they were right along the water there. And for the the person that wants to fish or has kids that are running around to the activities, those make a good choice too. It's like a social. It's like a social choice. This whole, everything is, everything with this campground is social now yeah. i'm almost overwhelmed trying to talk about the amenities at this campground we were yeah. there for four nights and we tried as many things as we could i mean the weather got in the way at we the end of our four nights bad luck thursday 89 degrees friday 36 degrees yeah. texas what's up so we had this whole weekend just so everybody gets the whole scoop we had first of all we were in texas for 10 days and we had beautiful weather, right? We were in the pool in Hill Country every single day. We were so happy and warm going, coming from our cold Northeastern climb. And we got up to Burleson and we had, um, a a, a day, about a day and a half where we were going to explore the area. And then starting Friday through Saturday, we just had our schedule was jam packed with expectations for all these fun activities. Mainly Pirates Cove water park. 
park was supposed to open oh, on but Saturday. Oh, there was also people, and there was going to be the zombie apocalypse ride and everything. So we, and unfortunately, literally the weather was so bad that like they could not do any outdoor activities. It was terrible yeah, weather. Saturday, not only was it cold, it was also raining, but we still did a lot. Yeah. I mean, we, and, <laughs> and, and like Stephanie said earlier, if you want to just go and have nonstop fun with your kids for four days, this is an awesome option. The laser tag was great. We got in one night of laser mm-hmm. tag and that's at like the far end of the campground. Yeah. And that's like where I'm saying, you know, get the golf cart if you can afford it. And we don't always pay for, you know, we don't always get a golf cart people. Like I seriously, I understand it's expensive, but this is the type of campground where you might want to splurge for a golf cart because say you were at the back of those red carpet sites and you wanted to get your kids up to laser tag. That's a five minute golf cart like ride. That's a okay? long ride. <laughs> so far. You better leave. You may have to like, if you were walking, you'd have to leave half an hour early. Yeah. So let's talk about the things that are kind of normal campground kind of things that are at this campground. And then we'll go kind of to the over the top, right? And they have lots of over the top. Yeah. So there's two pools. There's the lake with Which catch they, and when release. You, when you check in, they tell you they're not heated. Yeah. They go out of their way to say the pools are not heated. Now, look. That's I, my nobody's perfect. And, and it's mine too. Because yeah. it's such an off the hook campground. It's open year around. It would be really nice to be swimming in a heated pool in yeah. April. Now, I get that it's Texas and it's it's hot a lot. And it probably just doesn't, the pools probably don't need to be Great, heated. Great. They'll save on money. Cause for however many months of the year. Of but look, I mean, like <laughs> we went swimming in the pools and it was like, brr, you know, it was yeah. a little chilly. Yeah. So they have the lake. They have tons of recreation options, which are always some of our favorite things at a campground. They had ping pong tables, cornhole, gaga ball, volleyball, horseshoes. They had this really great climbing wall area with these um, big adventure nets that the kids could scramble over and everything. And rope swings. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of the campground. And again, it just shows that it doesn't necessarily have to be the big splash to really, our kids love that little area and wanted to go back over and over again. And that was up near the highway and they're, they're smart that way. Like a lot of that type of stuff is up near the highway and it's like who cares if there's highway noise when your kids are screaming in the gaga ball pit now, and another, boy did yeah. we play gaga ball now we mentioned that they had laser tag and they also had the additional paintball which is really fun for a campground to have they also had a speedway track where kids could like rent these little they're go on the little go-karts um they had a maze which we love right i got lost in the maze <laughs> the boys had a rescue yeah they had to climb under it and come back in and get me i'm I can't believe I'm actually saying this. I'm a little embarrassed by this. So are you going to argue with me the next time I tell you you have a terrible sense of direction? Or could this be the final proof that you actually have a terrible sense of direction? I'm I'm speechless. (laughs) Like, Wesley had to climb under three walls and get me. Wesley's five? And he had to climb under three walls because there was like a foot underneath the walls to get me. And then he guided me out of the maze as Max and Theo laughed at me. Yeah. Now, they also have something very unique, right, called the zombie zone. And there's like a ride. So you ride on these, um, you know, cars. We can't describe this one very well because the weather stopped us from doing it. it. But everyone says it's (laughs) amazing. the YouTube videos. So there's these anti-zombie vehicles. Of course. And you like ride through on them and you have to like survive the zombie apocalypse and everything. A lot of fun. They also have an outdoor they call it the Toxic Escape. And for those of you that are familiar with like the trend, you know, that's you know sweeping across the nation of the escape rooms where, you know, you get locked in the room and you have to like figure out how to get out together. 
that's basically what they do here. It's like isn't an obstacle course. Isn't that just parenthood, course. though? Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't that just having a family? Like, Toxic you're locked in a house and you got to get out of it. Ah! <laughs> People are paying money for that. And you have to survive, right? You have to survive, You just too. described Monday through Friday at our house. <laughs> <laughs> they have a huge bike rental area, which I really like. That was a big plus to me. And then... Also, they had a snack bar with like grill items. Also. Pretty solid. Yeah. And homemade ice cream there, which was great. Really good. Like yeah. this was like going to an ice cream parlor for ice cream. There was waffle cones. There was lots of different flavors and it was truly homemade. And then the breakfast buffet. I like that touch. The breakfast buffet worked and the coffee was good. I like that touch. Like eight ninety nine, I think it was for adults for the breakfast buffet. And it had like eggs and hash browns and biscuits Pancakes because, and- geez, everybody has to eat biscuits. In Texas, I came back with a few extra. <laughs> I just, I just went to Texas for the. Well, I didn't go to Texas for the tacos this time, but next time I go back to Texas, It'll it's just, just it's just because I want tacos, <laughs> biscuits, and gravy on every meal. All right, so um, th- there's tons of stuff here. I mean, it's just the most I've ever seen offered at a campground. Now, um, I wanted to take a second to say that um, it's always an issue for campers when there's an additional cost associated with different things that are offered at a campground. Let's be honest, it's something that can get people complaining. And it's always interesting for Stephanie and I to kind of watch how campgrounds handle this. And particularly in the world of the Jellystones, like... You know, a lot of the Jellystones, everything's all-inclusive, but then there's definitely a bunch of them where there's um, things that cost extra because they have so many things there. Yeah. So we're always curious to see how they manage those policies. Yeah, and I, I have a real problem when campgrounds charge extra for normal campground things okay like if it's the pool like if it's i don't think we've ever seen that no but like the bounce pillow right, or you right. know like just or mini golf do Everyone not charge extra for mini what, golf yeah yeah it's I not agree. a professional course but um so this campground is interesting because obviously it has things amenities there that are so a out of the water n- norm. Park. It's actually a separate business. Yeah. yeah. And also something like, you know, paintball, you can't just be running. I mean, th- it costs a lot to run things like paintball. You could go bankrupt running a <laughs> campground that has free paintball. I mean, come on. That just doesn't <gasps> Or make free sense. laser tag. Or those things that are just so yeah. high demand and you actually have some. You can build those things into the cost of oh a campsite. Oh, my God. I'm sure that, like, on their insurance policy, like, paintball makes right. the price go up. Right. Okay? So I am, I really do think it's fair that they charge for the things that they charge. For example, they don't charge for the maze. You could play in that maze all day long, Get right? They're not charging for, for the climbing wall or the adventure area. They're really charging for the things that they have to heavily man, right? And have like people there and probably well, have insurance that's for a good point. and stuff the, like their, that. Their laser tag course was, there was four employees working yeah. the laser tag. Yeah. So anyway, what they do, and I like this, was they actually have a chart. And it it is what is included in your stay. And I like that. And this chart had a list of like every single thing at the campground from the Hey Hey Ride to karaoke to movies to the Speedway and the Toxic Escape and everything. And it had a little check mark if it's included in your stay. And then if it's not included for campers, it had the fee along the other side. So you don't show up and you're angry or disappointed. Like, oh, I thought I was getting that for free. So it's very smart, right, to front load the expectations and the information on that type of thing at a campground. Absolutely. So, you know, I fully agree with that. Now, speaking of extra fees, let's talk about Pirate's Cove. 
Pirate's Cove, you get it if you're staying at the campground, you get a discounted mm-hmm. fee for Pirate's and it's Cove. A fairly heavy discount. It's a good discount and it's not super expensive to go to Pirate's Cove to begin $25 with. $25 for yeah. multiple days, it, like for the weekend, for Saturday and Sunday, I think is pretty good. And, and like Stephanie said, it is like a small water park. I mean, it's not it's not a couple water slides. There's no, a, no, there's no, a lot no. there. They're well, huge. and then there's also Little Pirate's Cove. Mm-hmm. There's Pirate's Cove and Little Pirate's Cove, which is more stuff for the little kids and you easily could spend the the whole yeah. day on a summer day splashing Pools, around there. lazy rivers there's also food options in there and the snack this bar is the what arcade. i always say about a good jelly stone when you think about your price for your campsite for the night and then you even think about paying that extra you know money for pirate's cove that's still pretty cheap to me when you compare mm-hmm. it to other theme park type vacations. It's, yeah. it's pretty affordable. I mean, I guess skipping ahead a little bit to insider detail, um, you know, insider details, like the tips that I would recommend, I would see that I would really look at this stuff and build out your budget before you visit, right? Like this is the kind of place where you're going and you're going to think like, oh, we're going to want to play paintball or we're going to want to go to Pirate's Cove. Should we so, get a golf cart? Should we not? Don't right. be contemplating that financial. We say this about Disney. Don't be thinking about that financial decision. Do I want to spend 60 a day on a golf cart for five mm-hmm. days? Well, just figure out before you go yeah, and then don't worry about just it. Just budget it out so you're not stressing about it when you're there. Plan what activities you're going to do. Tell your kids in advance. You guys are going to play laser tag one time. We do that all the time with our boys. We manage their expectations and we tell them for any activities that cost money how many times they can expect to do that. And I, I, I just think that, that that helps. I think also a great tip for Jellystones or any campground where there's a lot of activities Activities is as a parent, you need to take control of that activity schedule. Don't even let the little kids get their hands on it. You know, one one Jellystone trip we did, the boys got their hands on that schedule and they knew there was something every mm-hmm. hour and they wanted to do every single thing. You need to control the flow of those activities and the flow of your spending when you're on a trip like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and that was another insider tip that I had coming up, so I'll just mention it now. They had an app for this campground and I downloaded it to my phone and it actually worked really well because it gave you alerts for different activities and scheduled recreation that was happening throughout the campground. You could look at the schedule for the day and that was so much easier than carrying around a paper. And and we were there for this camping kickoff event and there were other local media there and social media influencers and they were all impressed with this app that like you would get an alert um, I've never 15 seen it minutes before. before an activity because you can get busy. Mm-hmm. You're sitting by the pool or whatever. You're walking the dog or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, my God, I missed paintball. Well, the app really does help for that if you're trying to maximize all the fun that you're having. So really nice touch for it sure. It does. And thankfully, since it's an app, the Wi-Fi in the campground was actually pretty good because our cell service, our Verizon cell signal did not exist in the Burrell scenario. What's up, Texas? What? <laughs> Like, come on, Texas and Verizon. What's going on there? (laughs) So we had like zero service cell wise, but thank goodness we could hop on the Wi-Fi. Um, The first night I got really nervous. I was like, oh my gosh. When we drove far away from the central part of the campground, like out to the laser tag area, like you'd lose Wi-Fi, which is why on the golf cart tour we did at the campground, we couldn't go to the far reaches Mm -hmm. of the campground because we just couldn't get Wi-Fi. And we didn't have our cell service. If we had our cell service, we'd be fine. That Facebook Live golf cart tour we did into the show notes so you can get a visual of everything at the campground. I absolutely am. Promise. All right. Yes, absolutely. I always uh, do. So now I do want to take a second and point out that I thought the customer service was really, really good at this campground. Now, the campground was not sold out and packed on this April time period when we were there, and this campground 
could certainly have hundreds of more people there, but they were really handling the crowds they had there well. Um, almost concierge-type service in the camp store in terms of getting recommendations for Burleson and restaurants and explaining the campground, explaining the app, all of that stuff. I felt very welcomed, and I felt like they really, the, the people working there knew the campground well. All right. Now, we're going to come back in a second, and we're going to talk about some of the activities. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Jayco. It, fun and family is what Jayco has been focused on for generations. From the first camping trailer that rolled off the production line on Lloyd Bontrager's farm in 1968 to today when Jayco is building everything from camping trailers to motorhomes. With a blend of old world Amish craftsmanship and innovative technology, Jayco builds more value into their RVs than any other manufacturer in the industry and the best two-year limited warranty offered. Visit Jayco's website at jayco.com or your closest Jayco dealer for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun. 2019 floor plans are popping up in Jayco World. Isn't that <laughs> yeah, crazy? I know. You, you were trying to shove some in my face <laughs> tonight. Uh, right before the podcast. I was like, look yeah. at this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, lots of organized activities here as well. And you have some of the standards that you see at a lot of yogis, like the Hey Hey rides. But then there are also things that are just very unique to this campground, like backstreet patio dance parties. They have this whole area called the backstreet patio. Which I loved. It was awesome. It was right off the camp store. There was a community community fire pit. There was outside ping pong tables. There was cornhole. They play music. They roast marshmallows. They have fun. Yeah. And, you know, I, I felt like here, there, you know, most of the Yogi Bear Jellystone Parks do have the activities like counter. Here, I felt like they really took it up a notch, always kind of being open and the staff was back there ready to like help kids. There was always kids at the tables doing different crafts. And I love that they had these little drawers off to the side that that were like self-service where kids could go over and get coloring pages and crayons and, you know, colored pencils. I really like that. That was an awesome touch, frankly. And something it's so that's simple. So, it's so simple. So, Sometimes yeah, I mean, it is the simplest things that impress, you know, campers. After we ate, I think, dinner one night, you know, everyone was just kind of chilling and there was karaoke going on. Wesley just grabbed a couple of um, sheets and some crayons and he started, you know, doing some coloring with Yogi Bear coloring books. And you talk it's, about it's wanting to Fred. unplug kids, right? And wanting kids to kind of like take a break from being. And this is the kind of thing that does it. When kids start going, and, and this is what Wes did over the few days that we were there, every time we were in that meeting room, like that activity center. He was like, oh, I'm going to go get pages to color because they were there. And he did it himself. Yeah. And, and, other, and then he ended up coloring with other kids too. Yeah. And a lot of the yogis have had that. You know, the Saturday morning coloring or just the places where you can go and grab some sheets of paper and draw. Simple stuff but can really help kids kind of detox from all of the mm -hmm. massive excitement at the campground. Just unwind a little. Yeah. And so there's also, of course, these themed weeks and weekends that are going to be full of just really creative and theme centers activities. Um, you're not going to be bored here. Like, do we have to say anything else? Like, you're just not going to be bored. You know, if, you, <laughs> if you come to this campground, you don't have fun. You have issues with fun that you need to work out. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, there's so much there, yeah. you know, and like I said, it wasn't crowded when we were there, but there's just so much there that I think even when they are really super crowded, there's just lots. It's got to be able so to hold much going it. Yeah, on. Because people are doing different things at different times. I want to recap. I know we kind of mentioned them throughout the episode, but I just kind of want to recap like sort of my ideas for the ways that you're really going to enjoy a stay at this campground. And I think that it's number one, 
make sure that you've considered road noise in the selection of your site. Particularly if you're in a pop-up or a hybrid or a tent. Yeah. Number two, download the app. I really enjoyed having that app because there's so much offered at this campground. It helps you like navigate all the activities and everything available. Um, number three, build the activities that you want to do into your budget before the visit. So you're not stressed about the extras, you know, and the add-ons. Well, and you know, Stephanie, you're good at doing this. Sometimes telling the kids in advance, you're going to get one game one. of laser tag. We're going to do a paintball on Saturday. So you're not constantly negotiating with your kids about spending money yeah. and doing extra things that, and it just causes you stress on vacation. So to tell them in advance, here's what we're going to do. And here's your arcade budget or here's your camp store yeah, budget. And, just lay it all out. And after you do your paintball, we're going to, we'll, we'll play a goggle ball yeah. or go do something for free. Tons of but, stuff for free. You know, yeah. we're not going to just hop from one thing to the next that costs money necessarily. And also, lastly, number four, just consider a golf cart. It might really be a nice addition to your stay Yeah, here. and I think an insider tip on this campground is to go to downtown Burleson. It is a couple miles away. It is a three-minute drive. It is a really charming little downtown with awesome food. And if it's like you're going to go to the North Texas Jellystone, you might as well go check that out while you're there. Absolutely. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Campground of the Week. You can hear about the other Jellystone campground that we stayed at in Hellcom country texas on last week's episode and you can hear all of our recommendations for traveling to this area on episode 185 camping season kickoff in texas now we don't usually make announcements on campground of the week we do that on our other podcast but we have a big announcement we have to make because time is of the essence we have had people asking us for three years now to do merchandise for rvfda to do t-shirts to do hats to do flags to do magnets well we finally figured out how to do it and we're doing it in one of these sort of campaigns like your kids might have at school so we have a shop that is going to be open for two weeks for the next two weeks and you can place orders on all the rv fta merch you want for the summer camping season so stephanie where can people go to place some orders of RVFTA merch. Yeah, you're going to find links to all this on all of our social media sites, all right? So, or if you go to our website, rvfta.com, scroll down on the homepage and click on the shop, okay? And y'all- The shop. The shop, shop. We've never really had- like incredible luck finding awesome merchandise. Now we've, we're really working with a team of people. We're like, I love the hats. I love the t-shirts. You love the hoodies. Well, this is not an online um, operation. This is actually a local business that we teamed up with because in the past we weren't happy with the quality of merchandise you can get from just doing these online campaigns. So this is a local business that's taking care of this entire campaign. And we're really happy about that as well. All right. So check it out and we will see you at the campground. See you at the campground. Mm-hmm.